1: When we do with a drunken sailor, when we do with a drunken sailor, when we do with a drunken sailor, the The ship with black sails that's crewed by the dam. Welcome aboard the Black Pearl. Welcome to the Black Pearl Show. Pirates of the Caribbean podcast, where we analyze, scrutinize, and plunder the Pirates of the Caribbean films, and yes, the expanded universe, we dabble in history, stress the euphemisms, and strive to have a hell of a good swashbuckler time. Have a what? I have no idea what happened there. It's like a swashbuckler time. That's what happens when you just do your normal saying, but a speed bump happens or something. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe because I haven't said it in a while. I don't know. Almost every week. There. It's a hell of a good swashbuckler time each and almost every week. There we go. <sighs> That's quite the introduction. I don't know. It's just not going as planned. I'm Scott Artist from the not even a Google search first page listing. Scottartist.com. Literally, I can type in my name and I'm not even the first listing for Scottartist.com. No. No. Nobody
0: searches you. I
1: guess I never did any like SEO or metadata for the site. I just posted it.
0: I'm not sure what that stuff is, but okay.
1: To make it show up on the first page, you know? I don't know. I just didn't do that. So it's basically from the invisible com. <laughs> there you go. That's where I'm from. Is
0: that a superhero invisible? No. Oh. That's like uh, Non-existent? being
1: shunned. Yeah, invisible.
0: A piece of sand in life.
1: Well, that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I am the sand in life. <laughs> We're starting off philosophical already. Aren't we all though?
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Six, seven, ten billion of us soon. We'll all be pieces of sand. That all right. we will. Where are you from, anyways? <laughs> Who I are you? I don't know.
0: And I'm Heather artist from blackpearlshow.com. I know I like how
1: you then try to get back into the like the rhythm of it like we would normally do. Yeah. You couldn't even just say yeah, and then I'm Heather. You had to actually get go back and like Oh no. I'm Heather. I
0: have to I have to do it that way to because actually because you don't remember even know your do. name. <laughs> that's the whole
1: thing. This was your name. That's all you had to say. <laughs> the name and the name of the show. Yeah, Those it's aren't it's the very show that,
0: that's cuz you changed it on me.
1: Oh my god. This again? I mean, we've done what 300 episodes of these and you still can't get it right. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me get it in the sing-songy rhythm rhyme thing going, <laughs> Thanks for joining us for today's episode 107, season 2. We're slapping pirates and spanking winches today in honor of minutes one. What numbers are we doing? I forgot already.
0: 113 and 114.
1: Is that what it is? Yep. Are you sure? Yep. Why did I have like the wrong?
0: I don't know because last time we did this was one. That's right. Why did oh, I... 112 and 113. So it's actually 14 and 15.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. 114 and 115.
0: Hopefully I reviewed the right minutes.
1: Yeah. Man, this show's going downhill right from the beginning. <laughs> we don't even know where the hell we are. No, I think it's one fourteen and one fifteen. Yeah. I don't know why I got like one thirteen and one fourteen in my notes in one place and one fourteen and 1. That's
0: weird because I had one thirteen, one fourteen.
1: I don't know what the hell's going on. I really don't. Obviously not. So from blundering the intro to you trying to get sing-songy rhythm back, me, I can't even remember what the hell minutes were on. It's like... Be prepared for this episode. I don't know. Yeah. And, and it's like I was trying to come up with something rudimentary or clever. You know, slapping pirates and spanking winches. And then I can't even. it all just goes to shambles when I'm trying to remember what minutes we're on. Anyways, this is Dead Man's Chest. It's Pirates of the Caribbean. We talk Are about sure? this. Well, that's true. I don't know, actually. <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe we should just call it good and come back next time. Just go from there. <laughs> we'll just skip these Thanks minutes.
0: Thanks all. Have a wonderful day. Yeah,
1: we'll just skip these minutes. So while doing my usual internet sailing for the latest uh, Pirates of the Caribbean news, it is actually a bit of a dead calm out there right now after the whirlwind ousting of Jack Sparrow. You know, stuff we talked about. Johnny yeah. Depp getting ousted. But I did see that someone is running with my rambling that just maybe Red will be the new pirate lead for the sixth film installment. Really? Yeah. He's probably a listener. Or he was until after today's episode. No, he's not. Okay, no, he's not. But anyways, because and I'm glad I'm not the only one that had this idea. Because it fits nicely with the recent female lead wave that's been happening lately. And this is stuff Wonder that Woman? I'm, well, no. Wonder Woman's always been there. No, I'm talking about... And I've said this before. Elizabeth Swann is the main character, first of all. And I presented all that evidence. You can go back and you can listen to it. However... Sparrow has been the fan favorite and kind of the de facto lead, if you ask most people in the world. And with that said, and Johnny and Sparrow out, that news, it opens the door for, like, the interestingly timed and recent launch of Red at the Pirates of the Caribbean ride that's going on. And maybe they're expanding on the strong female lead aspect with other reboots or expansions. Not necessarily technically reboots, I guess. And Wonder Woman's not on the list here, but, like, Ghostbusters, Ocean's 8.
0: Oh, is that what you're talking Overboard? about? Overboard.
1: Yeah, where they kind of swap the, the gender for, lead the thing. thing. Men
0: for women. Yeah. And
1: that's just a few of them. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, we're going to keep our eyes open, obviously, but...
0: We're going to keep our what? Our open.
1: Our open. <laughs> <Arrs> our! <open.
0: laughs>
1: it's a pirate show. But that's what I'm talking about. A female pirate lead. You think that'll work? I like it. As long as there's no bad dog puns?
0: Yeah. Well, that was stupid.
1: Did Gina Davis ruin Female Pirates? That's the bigger question. Maybe movie Female Pirates. Did she ruin I don't
0: them? think it was Gina Davis herself. I think it was the writers to this. The, Oscar well, winner. Well, God, it, it was bad. Come on. I, I that don't acting know. wasn't very good. I don't think she was excited about the movie. I'll I don't know what that way, there. And so she didn't put her whole effort into the movie. Possibly. Because she's not. Bad actress. I mean, she was good in weird science, right?
1: Hey, <laughs> how dare you? She's not in weird science, first of all.
0: What's the movie she's in?
1: <laughs> it's a the one movie. movie. She's in one movie, Gina Davis. The little known actress of Gina Davis.
0: You know what movie I am talking LeBrock, about? Kelly LeBrock.
1: Kelly LeBrock is in weird science, first of all. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, damn. That's another one of those actresses ac- that never mind. You know what I'm talking Gina about. Gina
1: Davis has been in The Fly, Earth Girls Are Easy. You should know that one well. Uh, really? <laughs> what? Come on now. I was didn't say anything. Wow, really? What else that has she wasn't been in? Gina A Long Davis Good Night, I think. Right? Thelma and Louise. Do I need to go on? She's been in some movies. Okay. I mean the the incredibly infamous Cutthroat Island. That was bad. Maybe you've seen it. Oh, that's that's right. That's the one we were talking about. I don't know. Maybe Black Sails. They actually restored my faith and honor about female pirates.
0: Black sails?
1: Yeah. The T V show, the stars show. That had a good female pirate action in it. Yeah. Gina Davis though, not so much. But if they go that route.
0: If they get the right person, it's got the right writing and they're excited about the role. Melissa
1: McCarthy. (laughs) She's everywhere lately. Suggesting Melissa McCarthy would be a good uh, red character. That's just the one that popped into my mind.
0: When you say red, I think about the brave character.
1: Yeah, but that's not a real live person, though. No,
0: but that's what I think about.
1: Okay, then that maybe that's the question then. Who would be a good red female pirate lead character?
0: You're asking the wrong person. No
1: kidding, I am. You thought <laughs> Gina Davis was in weird science. <laughs>
0: I've always thought she was. Seriously? Yes. Get the hell out of here. I thought that was her. Really? That goes with Sean Connery and...
1: Sean Connery wasn't in Weird (laughs) Siren.
0: Anthony Hopkins. You know I have this problem.
1: Yeah, she mixes them all up. For the longest time, you actually thought Gina Davis was 007. That's what really blew my mind. That you couldn't even tell that... No. Sean Connery and Gina Davis were... No, 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 no. That's stupid. Stupid is thinking Gina Davis was in Weird Science.
0: They look like.
1: No, they don't. They get the,
0: got the big get hair. out of here.
1: Come on. Everybody in the 80s had big hair. Big curly that was hair. part of the definition of the
0: 80s. Well, that's the only. I don't know. That's the only thing. Then the I whole think world of. in the
1: 80s was filled with Gina Davis's.
0: No, because they all have to be dark hair then.
1: <sighs> okay. We're moving on. And, and plus, because I don't want to embarrass ourselves trying to think of a good red character. Because it, it can't be. It's got to be somebody up and coming or young to jump into that role
0: have to be completely young
1: if they want the franchise to move on they're not going to oh, bring in well, somebody it just older depends
0: how long they want to go with that as
1: long as possible if the dough rolls in don't you think
0: you don't want to like bring in a teenager
1: elizabeth swan was a teenager you just got booyahed bazinga she
0: was a, a...
1: really 17 i don't know. i think that pretty much fits the definition of a teenager
0: <laughs> whatever <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. I'm done with
0: this conversation. Let's move on.
1: Apparently you are, but I don't know why I pointed out the obvious. Huh. There we go. I'll just put that in a win column for me. I don't know. Maybe we need really? to find out who think about that for the next show. Is who who could play a good red that could fill that role? Melissa Joan go. Hart. No. Come on. She's too old now.
0: I don't think she'd appreciate Sabrina you saying the that about witch? her. How,
1: how old is she? I don't know. Is she too, She's too old for that. I don't, she's not the right fit for that either. Get out of here. She was okay, a witch.
0: Why couldn't she be a pirate?
1: You're done. You're absolutely done. And you're not allowed to consult with Disney on any of this because you'll ruin, single-handedly, you could ruin the whole Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Is the younger generation not all that interested in Pirates of the Caribbean, the movie world kind of stuff? I mean, obviously, but you're out of touch with... younger
0: generation, like... Like children, or like okay, young adults, or twenty-year-olds.
1: Well, you're really gonna be a stickler on this stuff. What are
0: you talking about?
1: Somebody younger than me. So somebody in their (laughs) somebody in their. There's a whole
0: hell of a lot of people a lot younger than you. Really? Yeah. I
1: send you to the deep. How dare you? First of all, (laughs) (laughs) that's just ridiculous. I'm just saying, I don't know, the the up-and-coming young adult that would go to a Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Do kids go to that? Probably, right?
0: Yeah. Why would PG they?
1: PG-13-ish? Yeah. Okay. In that that age bracket. The ones that'll have the long-lasting affiliation with the franchise. I mean, I would have thought that the recent Mary Poppins remake would have had been almost like a surefire hit.
0: You wouldn't even take me to it, so...
1: <laughs> That's because I don't like you. But... From what I recall seeing, it didn't do all that well at the box office. Okay, I mean, it did. 290 or so million so far. But I would have thought it would have been higher. That's just my point. That's why I Uh, asked about the expectations and what the younger generation wants and is interested in. Mary Poppins. They're
0: interested in robots.
1: Well, who's not interested in robots? Me. But that's what I'm wondering. Are we trying to put old school things that we liked or even that's way before our time. But is that, are we trying to have the new generation like the same stuff, but maybe it's not quite resonating? Because Mary Poppins seems like it would have been a hell of a hit. I
0: don't know. You wouldn't take me.
1: Well, I'm not the single-handed person who destroyed Mary Poppins. It's not like I haven't been busy. Perhaps you've noticed. (laughs) I've been just mentally destroyed. But a woman pirate dropping euphemisms like sparrow and swan. Well, Well, I mean, I'm game for that. Like I said, I mean, we're going to keep our eye on this.
0: It's going to be you, it, you, I'm sorry. The double standard thing comes in around there.
1: But Elizabeth Swan drops euphemisms.
0: Yeah, but not to the point. She does it yeah, tastefully. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Yeah, right.
1: euphemisms, I must okay. say, with yeah.
0: her. Yeah, you're good.
1: It's got to be the right person, though.
0: Exactly. You have to get that right character in there. That's why
1: we'll think about it. We'll come back next show and, and see what we can come up with.
0: My, I just clicked who Melissa McCarthy is, by the way.
1: You didn't even know? Then what the hell? It completely destroyed the whole joke of it. Of course she... God dang it. You, you actually talk about movies on a, a podcast. And you can't even... Everything so far has discredited you from talking about movies in general. People are like, this, what the hell am I listening to? This lady has nothing... Uh, I don't even know what she's talking about.
0: Yeah, don't listen to me.
1: <laughs> yeah! God, doesn't even know who Melissa McCarthy is. It
0: clicked! I got it.
1: What? Ten minutes later!
0: It's been a That's long crazy. day. That's crazy! Who did you
1: think it was? I was talking about? I didn't
0: know. I, had, I didn't have a clue, and then it just clicked.
1: Man, your brain is on overload.
0: <laughs> it's, it's been a long day! The
1: hamster just woke up. God. I'm almost afraid to ask now. What? Is there going to be like a little controversial word in our future? Something to get the brawl started, or is it just going to be an ordinary scally word of the week?
0: It's just going to be ordinary.
1: Ahoy there, scallywags! Pirate word of the week in five, four, three, two,
0: yar!
1: Okay, what do you got? Run a rig. Run a rig. Yeah. Does that You're have gonna to know do? what run
0: a rig is? Or uh, a clue?
1: Something about steer the boat, nope. drive the ship. Uh, what?
0: Play a trick to engage in a frolic to do something strange and unbecoming. Huh. That's not what
1: I thought about. Yeah. Run a rig. Interesting. It kind of makes sense now, though. Do you have, like, any origin of this? No. Year? No. Really?
0: Yeah, I can not find any.
1: You couldn't find or you just didn't put the effort in?
0: I tried for five minutes. Okay.
1: Five minutes. You roll, uh, you are Real ballbuster over there when it comes to scallywag <laughs> word of the week. You know, I'm almost sad of what's going on with this show.
0: What are you sad about?
1: A the scallywag pirate word of the week.
0: You don't like my pirate word. I like word of the it.
1: Week? I'm just saying I liked when you brought other historical elements to it. Then the fact that you have just basically been introduced to your first movie in movie actresses. Really? This week, apparently. You, it's been a long day. Okay. In the previous minute. What can I say? Special guest Richard Pryor will be doing the water wheel recap for last week. Here we go. Okay, stop on the wheel. Nice one. Of the
0: one up One! Wow!
1: Minute 114 begins with a giddy Pentel and Rigetti making their escape through the jungle with the dead man's chest. Elizabeth Swan impedes their path and reaches for her sword, only to realize at the amusement of the pirate duo that it's not there. Minute 115 ends with Pentel and Rigetti and Elizabeth Swan running from the Flying Dutchman's crew. A misplaced palm tree causes them to drop the chest and allow the fishies to catch up and start a fight. Cutting back to the rolling water wheel, what?
0: Fishies. <laughs>
1: it's easier than saying Flying Dutchman's crew. <laughs> Jack is running alongside, doing a bit of I spy with my little eye, the keys to Dead Man's Chest hanging from the wheel. That's kind of where we end with minute 115. So I love these two minutes.
0: I my favorite Dutchman characters in these minutes. Okay. I don't know why he's my favorite. We'll
1: talk about that. I got some stuff on that. There's there's a really a great mix of movie references, to cliches, to catchphrases happening here. And it's not so over the top to make me cringe or Takes me out of the movie. Obviously, it's no high seas adventure, though. I mean, there's no tall ship sailing action. That goes without saying, because that's what I really like. But Swashbuckler, yeah, they nailed it. That's what I love about it. Because the quickest way to my heart, besides making me think about the number one movie on my list, Jaws, you'd think it was Star Wars. But, uh, no, consistently, Jaws tops that list. Are you sure? Yeah, it does. Anyways... It's another like excellent nostalgia-based flick for me. Indiana Jones. You throw in a perfectly subtle Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom reference, and I'll be smiling. And that's exactly what happens here. Because did you catch that Raiders reference?
0: I don't think so, but...
1: Oh, is it because you've never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones, in The Last Crusade?
0: I, I've seen them, but... I could probably count the number of times on my Blast one me, how hand dare you? that I've seen Are you seen kidding him?
1: me? What the yeah. hell? On one hand? Yeah. All three movies you could count on one hand? Yeah. Really, people, don't listen to what she says. She doesn't know. But I swear. I mean, we need to have like a movie marathon starting with Jaws and ending with Star Wars. Well, I've I,
0: seen Jaws. Which I
1: can't believe you've never seen Star Wars still. That's ridiculous. I've seen
0: Star Wars plenty.
1: Really? Like how many times? Two? Is that plenty for you? Maybe. When I put it on, how many times have you actually really watched it, or actually you dink around on your down phone? And watched yeah, it? D- don't make me tell you I, to get the I, hell out of here. <laughs> how dare you get out of here? I
0: probably be dinking around with something. Jaws. Jaws. I'm definitely dinking around with something.
1: Are you kidding me? No. Okay, whatever.
0: I don't watch it. I don't normally watch Thank Jaws. God. I'm I'm doing other things.
1: Jaws, Indiana Jones, Star Wars. I don't even know what the hell's going on Indiana here. Have Jones, you seen Pirates we do of the not- Caribbean?
0: We do not watch Indiana Jones.
1: That's because I watch we it haven't without you. We have watched it. I've watched it recently.
0: <laughs> I think you must be watching it without me.
1: I watch it while I'm driving home.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> For me, it's one of the like classic scenes from Raiders of the Lost Ark that I loved as a kid. That was an era where Han Solo shot first, or was the only one to shoot. And definitely Indiana Jones shot first. Because that's what I'm talking about here. Because remember when Marion is hiding in the basket? Okay, the names. The lady, the, uh, the, Raiders the of the lady. Lost Ark.
0: Well, Marion is a lady. I got it.
1: And she's hiding in that basket, being carried away by those guys in white. Because we have to like really dumb this down for you. Indy's frantically looking and running through the crowd, like tipping the baskets, trying to find where she's at.
0: Want me to tell you the truth?
1: I'm afraid to hear the truth. <laughs> I really When am. you talk
0: about Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah. Oh I my don't. God. I don't
0: recall the movie.
1: Are you kidding me?
0: What I recall is the game, the Lego game.
1: That's what you think of. Oh my god. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Years
0: since I've seen it. Yeah, I don't
1: care. This is stuff that like has been seared into my soul. Anyways, there's this entire sequence. Okay, I, I'm just gonna go on. Okay. Because there's this one thing that happens when the crowd clears and he's in this duel or showdown with a sword. This guy with a sword, I should say. It's actually a scimitar. But anyways, he's a sword-wielding dude, okay? Yeah. And the guy does all this fancy sword-waving and twirling and puts on this little show, okay? Like, I'm going to chop you up. Yeah. And it's, it's impressive. But not so much for Indy, who just basically kind of just pulls out his revolver, blasts the guy dead. No fight, nothing. Indy shot first. Boom. Okay. Done. Mm -hmm. Well, this comes up again in the sequel. Or technically a prequel because Temple of Doom takes place before Indiana Jones. (laughs) Indiana Jones. Takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark. But Indy is confronted by two swordsmen and starts down the same smug facial expression and then reaches into his holster. Only to remember that he doesn't actually have his revolver at that point. So it's like a twist on the callback to the first film. Okay? Yeah. Here... We get a Temple of Doom reenactment in reference because Elizabeth comes up to Pentel and Rigetti, right? Yeah. Smugly reaches for her sword, only to realize it's not there. Oh, then yeah. she smiles sheepishly, right? Yeah. That's Temple of Doom reference, which oh, is a play okay. on Raiders of the Lost Ark. Dude, we're watching it this weekend if we have time. Somehow we need to watch this. We need to record another episode, but somehow we need to watch this. It's damn near an exact recreation. But it works and is awesome, okay? Yeah. Elizabeth is Indiana Jones. You heard it here first. I said it. Heather, she still doesn't know who Elizabeth is. Definitely doesn't know who Indiana Jones is. I know who Indiana Jones. And maybe knows who Han Solo is. Definitely doesn't know who Melissa McCarthy is or Gina Davis or Kelly LeBrock. Do I need to go on just from this episode alone? What was the last one you said? Kelly LeBrock. Oh my God. See, it's the lady from Weird Science.
0: Oh, where are we? We already went over
1: this. You've already forgotten. We also get a return of the Pintel catchphrase here. Hello, Poppet.
0: Hello, Poppet.
1: What I like about this coming back is... I like Hello, Poppet. Besides being so memorable in the first movie. Yeah. Is that it seems to have like a double meaning going on.
0: Hello, Poppet.
1: Even in Curse of the Black Pearl, it had this like same metaphor kind of thing. Because I don't recall so much talking about the metaphor. And then maybe we did. It was a lot of episodes ago. But we did talk about the meaning and origin of Poppet. I do remember that. Yes. Because that was that kind of enduring term, it's a, you know an older spelling of puppet. But that's the metaphor. Elizabeth almost is like it's like she's being used as a puppet, or maybe I should have said tried to be used as a puppet. Puppet. It's like a puppy and a puppet, because <laughs> everyone wants to leverage her for their own gain. That's that's really what I'm talking about. And this gets back to those oh so many many minutes ago when we saw the first villain. <laughs> Remember Cutler Beckett? God. Yeah. I- it's like he's disappeared from the movie.
0: <laughs>
1: Where has he gone? <laughs> I mean, he, he's
0: sailing the high seas.
1: Yeah, he is. But he tried to make use of Elizabeth. Kind of like uh, to use Elizabeth to make Will find Jack in the key. Okay? Yeah. That's kind of my puppet idea. But I guess it's more of always failed attempts to use Elizabeth. Because she always seems to manage to turn the tables on things. And the one meaning I'm not sure I really mentioned in season one is the witchcraft voodoo angle. Does that ring a bell? Puppet, voodoo, witchcraft, because no, it does.
0: Because in- puppet was like a nickname for a child or something. A like puppet, that, right? and yeah.
1: yeah, but it ties in nicely with Tia Dalma in this
0: movie. <laughs>
1: okay, so if we did, we did. But if we didn't, just sit tight. Okay. Because it's way better than a puppet or sweetie reference that we talked about before. So in folk mag, mag- So in folk magic and witchcraft, a. Poppet is a doll made to represent a person for casting spells on that person or to aid that person through magic. Voodoo doll. Do I need to spell it out? Yeah. Because they're occasionally found lodged in chimneys, too. Voodoo dolls? Yeah. Or really? poppets are. puppets. Really? And these dolls may be fashioned from such materials as carved root, grain, or corn shafts, a fruit, paper, wax, potato, clay, branches, cloth stuffed with herbs. Need I go on?
0: Why would they shove them in?
1: Hide them up there, I guess.
0: That's weird.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's also the intent that any actions performed upon the effigy will be transferred to the subject based on sympathetic magic. It was from the European dolls that the myth of the voodoo doll arose. So there you go. Huh. Come on. I mean, who doesn't want a voodoo doll? And if you do want one, yeah, listen to our newest podcast. It follows our foodie cast, if you remember, at the dinner with the Donner Party. So you can fill up after listening to that episode. And then you can listen to our new one, I Do Voodoo, which is all about voodoo designing usage. <laughs> <laughs> so, first you listen to Pirates here, Black Pearl Show. You're hungry afterwards. For all the, you got to soak up all the grog and the rum that you drink while yeah. listening here. You jump onto the <laughs> At the Dinner with the Donner Party cast. You fill up there. I mean, who doesn't like some good... Long pork. Long pork. Thank you.
0: <laughs>
1: and then you go, hey, i got to control some people. So, you jump into the I Do Voodoo cast and uh, learn all about voodoo design. There you go we got a good series going on. Yeah, we
0: do.
1: I'm really tempted to... If I had time, I'd really (laughs) do a At the Dinner at the Donner Party. Because that right there has just a great name. God, I I wish I had time. I don't. (laughs) Might still buy that, though. Anyways, there's this... it in uh,
0: your retirement. Yeah.
1: (laughs) From jail at that point, obviously, because they'll be thinking I'm some kind of cannibal guy. (laughs) There's this other element in the minutes that I love, too. Besides long pork, obviously. This is a... Almost a list of my favorite things. I mean, I did miss my chance to play the intro music, though. These are Anyways, a few of my favorite things. Yeah, I have some intro music, but I'm not going to play it because I already missed that. Didn't you just hear I said I missed that chance? <laughs> it's about the water wheel flyby thing. Mill so that, wheel, huh?
0: Mill wheel.
1: The mill wheel, water wheel, whatever. Like I'm taking advice from somebody who doesn't know the difference between Gina Davis and Sean Connery.
0: i did not Sean Connery. The other lady you mentioned.
1: There's this tense like meat. Indie between Elizabeth and Pentel. Can't even say his name there. It's like a meat cute kind of thing, but it's a meat indie, is how I call it, because it's between Elizabeth and Pentel and Rigetti. And it gets interrupted by some background commotion. So they're about to do their thing and fight. All of a sudden, a giant wheel rolls by with Will and Norrington fighting on top of it, and didn't Jack running to catch up, okay? But it's the perfect cliche movie moment. Is all like action pauses because of the absurdity factor. There's something happening that is so absurd it stops or like kind of takes the characters out of the action so they can try to process what they actually just saw. Yeah, And it's almost like they want to turn to each other and say, what the hell was that? Even enemies fighting, they fall victim to this cliche. And you have to take a break just as like mere humans to wrap your mind around what you just saw. Okay. Yeah. That's what happens here. And then, of course, you get snapped back and you pick up where you left off. But there's like a bit of a double... It's like you double down on the cliche here. Because it's not just that one scene. But then, right after that, Elizabeth and Pintel and Rigetti are again caught off guard by a bunch of like crazy fish dudes okay, coming at them. And the catalyst for that is an axe hitting the palm. So the axe snaps them back into a new reality. Oh, we might have our differences, but those pale in comparison to some crazy-looking weirdos attacking us. <laughs> but this happens all the time in movies. And the thing is, I can't think of a single one right now. But I know that it happens. It's sad. It's got to be like some official movie trope thing. And I should have probably looked it up, but I'm trying to word that, I don't know. But that's the thing. I can't name one, but I recognize it, and I've seen it a thousand times. I'll have to come up with one. Next time I see one, i got to like find out what the name yeah. of that is. Also have to say that I uh, continue on my makeshift list without a theme intro is I love the way the Flying Dutchman crew are running after the Elizabeth clan. Each one has like a distinct gait or run, right? Yeah. But I can't keep my eyes off Clinker. If you don't recall, he's the one that's sporting that chain shot as weapons. Uh-huh. He's got a bit of the ball and chain action happening while he's running, right? <laughs> yeah. He runs with this bit of a skip while working hard to, like, swing his balls around. That's what is crazy. Wow. <laughs> the, 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 the chain shot. Damn it. He's, he's not. This is a kid's movie.
0: He's, it's not a kid's podcast, though. <laughs> apparently not. We're talking about swinging your balls around. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the chain shot. The, the ball and chain. You know what I'm saying?
0: Uh-huh. Those I know what you're saying. Things.
1: Not that he has cannonballs, but I'm saying he's <laughs> he's swinging those things around, right? You're it, not making it any better. I'm trying to. He's running and skipping. Don't, don't try that at as home. They're, as they're swinging around. Anybody is probably going to run from some guy skipping while swinging his balls at you. Not That's just what happened. You run away from that. That's good. Just uh, good safety. Good safety <laughs> procedures. Clanker, god there's got to be a name for the episode right there somewhere in there Clanker swings his balls or something i don't know that's got to be the name of the episode but he's doing that i mean ball and chain action what is happening here now i can't picture it, but he is doing like this skip run thing and i think it's just the actor trying to actually swing those things around while trying to run yeah because he looks like it's a he's it's almost like it's clumsy looking at the same time fitting because, I mean, these are sea creature human hybrid things, right? Right. But I imagine that it was not so much maybe about acting as running while maybe not actually swinging some chain shot props in both hands and trying not to smack your castmate there, your, your fellow actor. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Poor guy. Clanker going down in podcast history as the guy who's uh, swinging his chain shot around.
0: I like it when I've been telling Margetti go to run. And they hand their swords to Elizabeth. And Elizabeth holds the swords up like she's gonna fight off all these fishermen.
1: Well, she's she's the real brave one here. Yeah. So it kind of fits with her personality.
0: And then she's like, uh no, I yeah. can't take them all.
1: Well that's what she said. Yeah. She yeah, she gets the okay, this isn't gonna happen. I'm just gonna take off running. Yeah. That's the smart move. And uh the other weapon that popped up for me, besides the chain shot, kind of popped up again. I think we we mentioned it before. Is the sawfish sword owned by Crash? Oh yeah, and we mentioned him before in his sword. Definitely, I believe. I'm trying to remember that, right? We did, right? I'm sure we mentioned his sword. I think I mentioned Crash. Yeah, you mentioned his sword. And then I his talked sword. to the sword, but I don't think I really got into it. But he's a uh, he's running there too. That's blatantly seen. And then there's some recent events at work that made me kind of at least think of it. So I thought I would mention something about sawfish. Since, like I just said, it's a sawfish sword. It's kind of a, they're, they're, pokes right out if you've ever seen it. <laughs> that it does. Pokes right out of the front there. <laughs> it's like a shark ray thing. And it's got a long, giant... Mm, poking device. Poking device, yeah. <laughs> Guys run, we have Clanker running around with his (laughs) balls balls. and chain, and then we have Crash running around with his poking device. (laughs) This has gone to hell in a handbasket. Anyways, trying to save things here. Uh, You know, we've been talking about sharks and rays at work lately, the sighties kind of thing. And... uh, The what? Sighties. Yeah, that's the convention on... The International Trade of Endangered Species. Oh, So there's a number of species that are up for addition and listing on the uh, Endangered Species Act as well. Sharks and rays. That's why it's been coming up at work. Oh, really?
0: Like, what kind of sharks?
1: Oh, we don't want to get into them all.
0: Oh. I I thought it was just like one or two. No, there's a handful of them. Sharks are having a rough time
1: right now. Okay. So there. Don't eat fins. Try not to eat shark.
0: I am just. No, that was my public service message. Don't eat shrimp either.
1: Yeah. Don't eat shrimp. Save the sea turtles. That way Jack can escape. Well, we do uh, shark and ray protections conservation at work. That's why I mentioned it. We did help get the silky shark listed last year, oh. if you want to know one. Thank you. Anyways, the sawfish is in trouble. This is where I was going with this. So sawfish, okay? They kind of look like a shark, but they're not really a shark. They're a ray. And there's five living species right now. Two of those are endangered, and the other three are critically endangered, which is very sad. Mm. The small-toothed sawfish is found in the Atlantic Ocean and is the only sawfish species native to the United States and the islands of the Caribbean, that whole Caribbean basin. And this is one of the critically endangered ones. And it reputedly gets to up to, say, 25 feet in length. But that's kind of an exaggeration. I think the biggest confirmed size, they said, was 18 feet. It can weigh up to 770 pounds. Wow. Yeah. Sawfish, there you go.
0: And you said this was the small-toothed the
1: one. The small tooth one that gets up to... Yeah. 770 pounds. Yeah. Small tooth, though.
0: So it's just his teeth that are smaller, not his body.
1: Yeah, don't judge him.
0: <laughs> he can't eat the big fish. Big, big fish.
1: <laughs> they don't really eat with that. The, just the, the, teeth, the poking device. Teeth eating. Okay, got it. <laughs> got this episode.
0: <laughs> I think that's what we said about our last episode. That is
1: what we said about the last episode. <laughs> I was going to bring back a recurring... Segment that we haven't done in quite a while, unless you have something you wanted to chat about. I do. Okay, then go for it. I told you, I know. I was waiting, you got to jump in.
0: My, Hadris. Hadris, do you know who? Oh, Hadris yeah, is? I do,
1: but I was going to talk about him next minute. Oh, we really, can talk about him next minute because you're going to bring Hadris up when he just runs by, as opposed to like the full minute that, like within the next two minutes that he actually gets.
0: Well, I hadn't looked at the next two minutes yet.
1: Oh, well, trust me, the guy Hadris, thats like the spotlight is on him. You should save your stuff for next minute.
0: Okay, fine. I'll save. Really, you should. I'll save Hadris for the next minute.
1: Because that's all about Hadris in the next couple okay. of minutes. So you definitely save that for then. Okay. What else did you have to say? That's all I that have to That is hadris. it, really. You need to look ahead, woman. You need to know your Pirates thing.
0: What are you talking about?
1: Your Pirates movie, so you knew what was coming up.
0: I'm not supposed to. I'm working it minute by minute.
1: That's correct. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah, I was saying, I'm going to bring up a recurring segment that we haven't done in a long, long while. What's that? Thanks for the canned response. I actually hit the (laughs) soundboard for that one. Oh, really, Scott? What's that? No kidding. Very interesting. It's really bad eggs. You want to know what's sad, though?
0: What's sad? We
1: have completely let really bad eggs slide. That was something we did religiously.
0: Yeah, but it was...
1: It was easier when there was minute easier, by minute.
0: Yeah, it was easier when we did it the other way.
1: But I'm really not sure the last time we ran that thing, so I figured, what the hell? It's time for Really Bad Eggs. This little thing where we highlight our favorite quote over the last, let's just say, six minutes now. We'll just do that, instead of the past five minutes we would do in a week. So let's do this. Order up. We're Devils and We're in Really ready. Bad Eggs. We're 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 ready. 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 your home. Yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's like And really bad eggs. What do you got? You got anything? Did I throw this at you and you're not ready?
0: Let us examine that claim once...
1: Th- you don't necessarily have to act it, though. I You don't? can just tell me. Oh,
0: let us examine that claim a moment, Commodore, shall we?
1: Okay, and? <laughs> you can't just throw it out there. You gotta tell us why. I mean, that's the whole reason for this.
0: I was getting there. Okay,
1: sorry for rushing you.
0: I like how, I like how Jack is Jack. He's, you know, putting this Commodore Norrington or Norrington is putting his blame onto Jack of his life that he has now. And Jack is going, ah uh, ah uh, ah, ah, it's not me, you know? So I, I like that. Hold. It kind of,
1: yeah, that ties in with the, the one I chose actually. And it's maybe for some of the same stuff.
0: It's probably the same hold.
1: Same hold. Well, Same there's not cool a lot of con- there's not a said, lot of dialogue in these past that's true. six minutes.
0: So I don't know why you brought it back these minutes, but it because was because
1: I wanted it back. I liked it. <laughs> I liked the segment, and then I figured let's get it back in the routine. I mean, for sure, there have been a few gems. I mean, we get Jack basically burning Norrington, uh, yes, and stuff. But I didn't choose that one because I'm going with Norrington in minute one twelve, and I think it was uh, I think it was one twelve. He tells Will, do excuse me while I kill the man who ruined my life. Hmm. Now,
0: I, I almost went with that one.
1: You almost did, but you didn't. It
0: is, it is 12. One twelve.
1: Okay. So, first of all, that's some sweet revenge action. That's why I like it. Yeah. And I'm all about harboring grudges. You know that. Holding on to that lifeblood we call revenge. Yeah. Hey, that's what I do.
0: I know. Believe me.
1: Davenport here... Heather, that's the actor who plays Norrington, in okay, case you didn't know. I, I know. know. Uh, really? I can't be so sure anymore after earlier I know earlier pirates actors. Oh, okay.
0: Well, main characters. We're yeah, well, no main characters. Than, uh,
1: and when you say main characters, you mean just like between Keira Knightley and Johnny Depp. That's about all. No. Okay.
0: Will. Uh, Will. What's his freaking name? Yeah, that's what Orlando. I Orlando.
1: Oh, that was a close one. Orlando. You almost failed the Bloom. test. Anyways. Davenport really delivers the line perfectly. <laughs> you're just... It's like you're asleep over there.
0: <laughs>
1: and I like it so much because it just rings Princess Bride to me, actually. And I'm not saying mm. it's a reference or has any callback link to the movie. It just has that swashbuckler revenge kind of thing. Yeah. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> right? Okay.
0: Where did we just see that on?
1: I don't... Oh, it was uh, a... Uh, it was a Lego. I- the Lego thing. Yeah, it was uh what was that? Hello, I am a Lego. What was it? Hello, I'm a Lego, you just stepped There's Hello, you just stepped thing. on me. <laughs> I'm a Lego prepare to cry or but something. But it was
0: also on Big Bang. We watched Big Bang the other night in the and when when um, Oh
1: they were doing their their dual fencing,
0: fencing thing and uh Wallowitz and That's Raj true. were kept saying my name is Am- Amigo Mentor. Amigo? amigo? Now all of a
1: sudden the guy's doing some kind of Mexican thing.
0: <laughs> Whatever his name is. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: like, you call me friend. <laughs> <laughs> amigo? Well, amigo to you. <laughs> Oh, my name is Amigo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Talk about... This is like an episode of... Or trying to, like, misheard lyrics. You're like, what is he... uh, (laughs) He He's saying, hello, I'm your friend. Oh, now he's going to tell him to die. That's such irony. (laughs) Called him his friend.
0: Oh, my God. No,
1: but what was that?
0: And then Ross changed it. Oh, Ross was Puss in Boots. He says, oh we my, get that part, but name, what's the the Lego was, part? So you killed my father. You're stuck on so that. What the hell's the
1: Lego one? The Lego meme that was floating around you showed uh, me on the internet. It said... The internets, I should say. It was like you just stepped on LEGO. a Lego, prepared to cry, or something like that. That's the better one. I mean, okay, that's the more recent one, but you re- did recently show me the Lego thing, and that was better. While you look that up... Okay. I'm just going to continue on here. Because... There's something so prim and proper about it, the way Norrington says that, and Anigo Montoya. But these guys got a bit of class. That's what I'm saying. There's no colorful expletives like we would normally see in today's stuff. Just that it's like a matter of fact. Anigo says, hello. Norrington says, excuse me. It's like, yes, let's get the pleasantries out of the way before you feel my sword. So that's what is awesome about it.
0: I well, first of all, Spanish.
1: first of all, it is always a good idea to have a bit of pleasantries before someone feels your sword. But it's just that's good nice. manners. It feels so right for the characters, and that's what I like about it. Because both are driven by revenge, and here Norrington finds common ground with Will. So it's time to screw the guy who screwed us. That's what I like about it.
0: Exactly.
1: It's old world proper gentleman revenge action. Almost like taking off the white glove, slapping your opponent, and signaling a duel doesn't hurt to be polite when you stab someone that's what i have to say a little lesson for the kids today anybody you need to stab or should we just start winding this thing down as i'm really trying to kind of pull the string like lengthen the time give you some time to actually find this thing i know your google skills are not that great so i'm i'm really gonna help you out here and pull this out so hopefully you can find it soon but maybe we can listen to some uh captain blood then and then we'll be right back into the future pirates will prevail finally we've conquered death all our worries gone every night our souls will rest till the break of dawn and the ship stills on back into beyond over again when I sing this song this is my home until the end centuries across the sea there's not On, and on eternally, with life of piracy. Hail the curse of Gilmecchi, and hail Captain Blood. First of all, hallelujah, did you find it? I did. Okay.
0: Okay, it's a little Lego guy. He says. So it's
1: a little little Lego minifigure. Let's just say that. Yeah, of an ego Montoya. Like a Lego okay. Yeah. I know, but you gotta set it up. This is it's not a visual thing here.
0: Oh, okay. It says, hello, my name is Anigo Montoya. You killed my father.
1: Oh, so sorry. See, Oh, my God. Sorry, you sp- I said I did are it wrong. You, are you kidding me? Yeah. You had one task to find this me tiny it meme. Again. It's like one I read sentence. read the wrong one. You read the wrong one? Yeah. My God, you're killing me here. You're killing me, Smalls. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I've hello. been ready.
0: Hello. My name is Amingo. Oh, my
1: God. You have screwed it up again. I'm not cutting this stuff out. You better you get this right. To. I'm not cutting it out.
0: Hello, my name is Anigo Montoya. You step on my father, prepare to cry.
1: There you go. So, I don't know where we left off. It's a Lego minifigure. You all know if you have Legos or stepped on one, it makes you cry. So that's the joke. Heather butchered it. She called. I did. <laughs> oh my! This is why you can't. You gotta bring it home, because you know what? We ask for so little, but we provide so much. Thanks at the end of the show. It's you know thanks for listening, scallywags. Because if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. It helps us grow the program, and we greatly appreciate it. There we go. Have a question or comment? Want to comment on Heather's inability to recognize actors and actresses? Really? Yeah. Give us a call at 8637-PIRATE. Tell us how it's impossible that someone in Heather's position could have never seen Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Harry Potter, all those Harry other Harry Potter, really? Yeah.
0: yeah. I've seen Harry Potter more than I've seen Indiana Jones, by the way.
1: That's sad. But we might just play your voicemail on the show. You can also give us a shout at podcast at blackpearlshow.com. And don't forget to join the post-episode brawls on Facebook. We also have a Facebook listeners group, and we're on Twitter. All the links are at blackpearlshow.com. It's that easy. We'll be back with a new episode coming up. May even be this week. We'll see what happens. And, of course, delivering Pirates of the Caribbean info to the masses as the dirty, filthy bilge rats we are. Analyzing, scrutinizing, and plundering... Until then, scallywags, let's keep the horns swoggling to a minimum and...
0: The drinking to a maximum. Well, not quite enough.
1: You need something going on over there. I'm going to have to get flashcards with actors and movies on it just so you can nail that down. across the sea not enough for me Listening to the Black Pearl Show, and we appreciate it, scallywags. Pirates don't need no stinking disclaimers, but just for fun, I think all you dirty filthy build rats know that Disney and Bruckheimer films have no affiliation with us at all, and we have none with those blooming cockroaches. We talk about Pirates of the Caribbean, which is their property, and all that other fun stuff. But I think it's obvious what's ours and what's theirs. There's no need to blur the lines or stir up a bloody rum-filled sweat. As for the music, that's with permission or licensed under Creative Commons. So let's give a shout out to Ross Bugden, Six Nail Coffin, and Tommy Wynn. The rest? Well that's just me. Oh, maybe Heather. La, la. This is a Shoutreach Media Production.